it's a Shannon from DigitalScrapbookingHQ.com and I'm here with a series of inspirational interviews from creative types from throughout the world. Over the next few weeks, you're going to hear from a variety of wonderful scrapbookers, photographers, creative crafters, needleworkers. I hope you enjoy these interviews and if you want to hear more, you can sign up for True Scrap. Check it out at digitalscrapbookinghq.com slash truescrap3. Hi, I'm Melissa Shannon from digitalscrapbookinghq.com and today I'm here with special guest Lane Amon. Lane Amon, if you don't know already, is the founder and producer of True Scrap. Lane Amon inspires scrapbookers to capture their stories in a simple and fun manner. Through her blog, podcast, videos and classes, she shares her unique passion and energy for this amazing hobby of ours. She's also the founder and producer of True Scrap, the galaxy's only live virtual paper crafting event. You can find out more about Lane at layoutoday.com. So welcome, Lane. Melissa, thank you so much for inviting me. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have you on as well. I'm just, um, for those that don't happen to know you already, I just wanted to get you to introduce your background to the paper crafting industry to those who may not have heard of you before. Sure, sure. So I have been a scrapbooker basically my whole life. I've got old scrapbooks from the 1970s and 1980s filled with pictures of um, Harrison Ford from the first Raiders of the Lost Ark and my high school photos and all that kind of stuff. And through college, I did that as well and really fell in love with scrapbooking as a lot of people do when I had my first child in 1997. About a year later, I was invited to attend a home scrapbooking party and it just all made sense to me that my love of words coupled with the um, ability to express myself in a creative manner without having to be artistic because I don't necessarily consider myself to be an artist. I am creative mm. but I'm not someone who would grab the paints and start painting or anything like that but <laughs> with scrapbooking you don't have to do that. It's you know it, everything's ready made you just kind of put it together the way you want to. So it all just it just made sense to me and I, I scrapbooked for for, um, several years and I was working as a journalist at, at that time and as I had more children I now have three kids but as I had more I started working less and less outside my um, my home as as a journalist and finally decided you know why am I not writing about what I really love because mm. I was writing mostly about high tech and and business marketing and sales and things like that and so I approached Stacy Julian, who um, many people will know is the founder of Simple Scrapbooks magazine. And I didn't know her. I just read her blog and was an avid reader of the magazine. And I emailed her and said, I love your blog. I love Simple Scrapbooks. I'm a scrapbooker and I'm also a journalist. Do you have a need for writers? Mm -hmm. um, because I always knew my strength was not necessarily the design. Um, there are people whose pages you look at and, and you just wonder how they came up with that. I am a very mm -hmm. simple scrapbooker. 
I'm not one who's going to be at the cutting edge of design, but I know my strengths. And one of my strengths is writing. Mm. Um, so she said, you know what? We always need good writers. So she put me in touch with the uh, managing editor. And through that, I just developed a, race, a relationship with Simple Scrapbooks, eventually became an editor for them and started traveling to teach at the Creating Keepsakes conventions throughout the country. And it kind of grew from there. Oh, wow. So that's that's a really cool story. I just love to hear that sort of, you know, natural, you know, you reached out to Stacey and if anyone's heard or seen anything Stacey's done, I mean, she's just the most gorgeous person. So Right, she is. She is a very large heart and really wants to help other people. And I will be forever grateful to her for taking the time to answer an email from an unknown person. So I always try to do the same on my blog and uh, in my email when I receive emails like that, try to help people steer them in the right direction. So how do you scrapbook nowadays? You said you've gone through a few different phases from the home parties to what you're doing now. <laughs> right, right. And the, yes, don't forget the uh, teen beat ripped out of magazines <laughs> pages <laughs> from my, my early years. Um, I am mostly paper. Mm-hmm. I do a little bit of digital additions to that. I have done strictly digital pages in the in the past. There was a time when we were in the middle of a move and I was um, teaching my layout a day class, which is where I lead a group of scrapbookers through creation of a layout every day for a month. And we were moving at that time and I didn't have access to my scrapbooking materials. So I dove with both, you know, both feet straight into mm. um, digital scrapbooking. And so I I can work my way around Photoshop elements, but uh, my natural tendency right now is to start with paper Mm. and then I might um, create a journaling block or add some um, text onto a photo or something like that. So it's it's probably about 80 to 90 percent paper and with a little bit of digital embellishment or journaling well (laughs) I love that I love that bit of both (laughs) I think it's yeah and you know I think it could easily change over time that's just where I am now I'm totally not opposed at all to moving more into digital it just seems to be the easiest manner for me now Mm. but as I learn more about digital I'll feel like I can express it's like learning a new language you know where um, let's say you want to learn French and you know enough to get by but your natural tendency is going to speak English to be to speak English but over time as you learn more more and more you get more comfortable with it and it's just as easy at some point to speak in that foreign language as it is to in your native language so I'm getting there a little bit at a time <laughs> for sure so how did the idea for true scrap come about I mean we're in our third true scrap now and I'm mm-hmm. sure a few people are interested to hear the backstory <laughs> yes so about a year ago um, early 2011, I was looking at the industry and um, having been in it for an extended period of time and looking at the technology that was available to us and looking at what wasn't there and um, trying to think of what I could bring to the market that wasn't already being done. And I make my living online through my, since Simple Scrapbook Fold, excuse me, Simple Scrapbooks Folded several years ago, um, mm. I do a a lot of what I did for them, writing and teaching, but I do it all online now. So um, that was going very well, but I felt like there was something missing. I was trying to look at what was offered out there because there's so much inspiration, so many great classes from people from people like Jessica Sprague um, and uh, Big Picture classes, and there's a lot of stuff out there, but what wasn't there to me was that 
community, um, that excitement, that energy that surrounds something like a scrap expo or a CKC, where you get hundreds of scrapbookers together, or even at the level um, of the local scrapbook store that mm. we, unfortunately we're seeing those go away still. Mm. And uh, I miss that. And that was something that I was feeling. I miss that community. I miss that connection. There's great message boards, there's great classes, but there wasn't anything that was kind of bringing it all together in that excitement and energy. And so I thought, you know what, we've got this capability now to create um, webinars in web rooms where we share information via video. There's a chat, so people are connecting with each other. Um, it's in real time. And why can't I do that for the scrapbooking industry? Mm. And something I've always trained myself to do is when I see something and, and think somebody ought to dot, 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 I immediately think, well, could I do that? So when I think somebody ought to put together a live webinar, then my next thought is, could I do that? And because I've been <laughs> in industry for so long, I have a lot of great connections. And I was able to approach people um, at a high level like for the first true scrap, like Allie Edwards, um, mm -hmm. like Jennifer McGuire, um, and say, I'm interested in doing this. Can, will you take a chance with me and give it a shot? Mm. So um, I got some great instructors, Kelly Crow, Noelle Hyman. Um, everybody was just as as eager as I was to see if this would work. And it did. So in April of 2011, we had true scrap the first. <laughs> and I wasn't sure if it would work at that time. I wasn't sure if we'd do another one, but the students loved it. We had 250 students attending live and they begged for an another. So mm -hmm. we came out with True Scrap 2 in October. And that's how we kind of fell into that schedule of April and October. So every April and October, we'll have a True Scrap. So we're up to True Scrap 3 this time around. I, I just love the whole idea of the event because, I mean, I'm in in Perth, in Western Australia, and I can tell you, anything that even gets to Australia is never going to get to Perth. <laughs> and, I mean, we do, I mean, we have local scrapbook stores and in my area, but, you know, where I was living for the last three and a half years, we had one scrapbook store, but then the owner moved 380 k's away and moved her store with her. <laughs> mm -hmm. So we, we didn't really have much of a community. Um, you know, unless someone like me <laughs> organized my own little craft get-togethers. I mean, that was pretty much all we had. And, like, um, I, I just think True Scrap's so awesome. I mean, I've been telling all my friends who are living around in more, you know, especially those that don't get access to special events mm -hmm. like this. Yes. And, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't really know the last time that many of these you know, really well-known um, scrapbooking personalities and teachers headed our way. So it's a great opportunity and I just love that where we are in the world is no barrier. <laughs> that That is so exciting to me when we tune in and we've got Nick Howard from New Zealand teaching a class and there's someone from the Netherlands and there's someone from Australia and someone in Canada and Alaska and Hawaii. I mean, it gives me chills because it's really taking what the internet has to offer, which is that lack of barrier. Mm. We don't have those geographic boundaries anymore and we can all come together and share this love for something that, that makes us happy. And it's just, it's really exciting to me. I love it. Mm. And I'm glad that you feel the same way. Yes, I'm totally excited. And I have to say after I've talked to a few of the other teachers and um, instructors uh, and 
everyone I've spoken to, it, I'm just getting more and more excited about the whole thing. <laughs> I'm going to Good. explode at some point. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so is there anything you're specifically excited about for this True Scrap event? Um, mm. What's unique to this one? <laughs> Yeah, there's a couple things. One, I think we're really hitting our stride. The first time around, I took a chance on a um, webinar provider that was less than satisfactory. So I ended up shifting from the web room we were using in April of 2011 to WebEx, which is run by Cisco mm -hmm. in October. And it is a top-notch um, platform that Cisco itself uses to put on its um, annual sales meetings where they bring thousands of, of viewers together across the world. Um, so I figure if it's good enough for a Fortune 500 company, then it should be good enough for us. Yes. <laughs> so I'm really excited that now, because I had to learn a new platform, the teachers had to le learn a new platform for April, and then they had to learn a new one again for October. Now we kind of, a lot of our teachers are return instructors, um, plus me as a facilitator, the, the more experience I have, the smoother it will go. So I'm really excited that we're not starting from scratch on the technology and neither are the students because we have a huge number of alums who return time and time again who this will be their third scrap just a third true scrap just as it's my third true scrap mm -hmm. and uh, the more you understand how it works and how to view things and how to chat and everything like that just the more it becomes seamless and it seems like it is a really live I mean it is a live event but it seems like it's more in person and mm -hmm. um it's even more enjoyable. So I'm, I'm excited about that in particular. Yeah, it was, it was really awesome. The, the couple of classes I attended um, in April, uh, no, in October for uh -huh. Spawn of True Scrap, uh -huh. I just loved being in the room and you could just see, you know, people were chatting, everyone was like asking questions and it was just so interactive and yeah, it just, it did honestly feel like, you know, someone's passing a note to you or <laughs> leaning over, oh, did you see that? That was really awesome. I didn't know exactly. you could do that. <laughs> exactly. And that's what you can't get elsewhere online. That really is the unique element of True Scrap. Besides the fantastic instructors that we're bringing all together in one spot for an extremely reasonable price because I don't think you could get that in person for mm. twice what we're asking. Um, but in addition to that, I mean, if you just watch the videos after the event, I think it's well worth your money. But to be there live and to have that interaction and feel like you're connecting with your friends exactly like, oh my gosh, did you see that? I mean, it's just, it's so exciting and it gets the energy and inspiration running and friendships have been made and continued and people find partners that they want to continue scrapping with virtually and um, it just makes it so much more fun I think yeah yeah it's yeah it's just like nothing else you've experienced like compared to other classes and and events online it is just something totally out of the box <laughs> We've so. been very lucky in the instructors we've had too because they'll pop into other instructors' classes and Kelly Crow will be sitting there watching Noelle Hyman's video and mm. presentation and and chatting with, with students. And, I mean, it's not like the instructors are in one area and you're in another. It's The students and, and teachers really mix really well and it, it feels very collegial. Yeah, it's – and it's – yeah – it is definitely like that. It's so friendly and it's just like anything you do, Lane. It's it's oh. just really friendly and thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. So for those of 
Um, the digital scrapbookers who are listening. Obviously, I have a few digital scrapbookers who are probably listening to this from my website. Um, uh-huh. What do you think they can get out of this event? They might mm. be sort of thinking, hmm, I wonder if it's worth it for me. <laughs> Right, right. Well, first of all, I think oftentimes we set up a false dichotomy. And I've talked about this before that paper scrapbookers are on one side and digital scrapbookers are on another. Um, and I think that isn't isn't necessary that hmm. um, that first of all, we're all scrapbookers first and foremost. So I expect to learn as much from a digital looking at a digital gallery as I would looking at a paper gallery. The fact that it's digital actually in many cases will inspire me more because it might incorporate things that aren't traditionally done on paper Mm. and vice versa. So that's the first thing I want to say. The second thing is many of the classes, first of all, we do have several digital um, oriented classes, including Blending Secrets for Seamless Digital Blending by Tiffany Tillman and Anna Aspinez is teaching about artsy effects for hybrid pages. Um, And then your class as well is extremely applicable, talking about uh, project planning and completion, Mm. very applicable to any scrapbooker, Um, as are several of the other classes, uh, most of them. Uh, We've got classes on inspiration, what to do when you're not feeling it. Um, Katrina Kennedy is is talking about photography. Kelly Crow's teaching on scrapbooking the stories and, and photos that have just been lying around that you know you need to get to. So all those things, inspiration, photography, design, they're all equally applicable to any scrapbooker. No matter what you choose to use for your page, you're still, still going to want to have a strong design on that page. Exactly. I mean, it. I myself, I'm a a paper clipping member of Noelle Hyman's mm. and she's a primarily paper scrapbooker and you know she's done a few bits and pieces there here and there but it's no barrier at all to the you know to learning stuff from from a different medium i mean we're all inspired by art architecture music, whatever, photography. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) It really crosses the boundaries. And I think the more we can open up our minds to being inspired by different elements and different um, media, then the more rich our own um, pages and and creations will be. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, coming from the digital side, I am just as excited about any of the instructors that I've seen the classes I yeah it's gonna be totally awesome and I'm sure that if you (laughs) pay your money you will get oh I'd say (laughs) times more than what you you've paid for in inspiration and ideas and just the whole fun of the event itself definitely (laughs) definitely so one thing I've been asking each person as I've been talking to them about true scrap is if I have a, a tip for creative people, and mm. so do you have one to share with us today, Lynn? I do. I do, especially with things like Pinterest. I see this over and over again. Tumblr and Pinterest and um, online galleries and things like that. Our problem when we're stuck creatively is not a question of input. Mm-hmm. We often think we need more ideas. So we go out to Pinterest or we go out to our favorite <laughs> gallery and look for more inspiration. We have plenty of inspiration. And if you are stuck, the problem, again, is not with your input. It's processing that input. And if you think about it like clutter, um, when you're trying to organize your, your craft room or your child's room, buying more 
storage boxes and bins is not going to make you more organized. <laughs> you have to do something with the stuff you already have. And that's what I urge people to do when they're feeling stuck is to stop, you know, don't go out to another blog looking for more inspiration. Deal with what you already have. Either go to your scrapbook, um, you know, your your digital uh, products that you have or your physical products you have pick just or your photos leaf through till something grabs you and mm -hmm. start there do not go out and look for more input start with what you have and start using that and I think you'll kind of block you know you'll break through that block and you'll find that you've got plenty of ideas you just needed to get started mm. that is so true I have to say that a couple of my most successful scrapbook projects have been when I've gone okay this is the only thing you have to choose from and <laughs> you know, it's amazing how creative you can get then. <laughs> it's true. I think we, you know, there has been research on the idea that um, that a, a confused, to sum it up, a confused mind does nothing. Mm -hmm. So if you have too many choices, it's harder to make a choice than if you have limited num numbers of choices. And they've done this with giving people samples of things to eat in the grocery store. And if they have 24 choices, they end up not buying anything. But if they have five choices, you it's kind of the opposite of what you might expect. They end up making many more purchases because they they feel better about the choice they make. So mm. when we're overwhelmed or we don't know where to start, it's often that we have too many choices. So if we just force ourselves to pick something and start there, it usually does break through the block. Mm. Oh, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for that. <laughs> You're so I... welcome. <laughs> so... Obviously, the big event coming up for you in April is True Scrap. Is there anything else that you're doing at the moment that you'd like to share with everyone who's listening today? Oh my gosh, there's always something. <laughs> <laughs> we have our second go round of layout a day for 2012 coming up in May. And I'm not opening registration quite yet for that. But if people are interested in that, they can uh, get on my email list over at layoutaday.com to be informed of when that's going to take place. And uh, that's where we go through the process of creating a layout every day for the entire month. And uh, we had 500 people in February. Mm. And we have right now, um, at the end of the month, um, I think it's close to 6,000 layouts in the gallery. If you just try to picture 6,000 uh, layouts, it blows me away. It's amazing. It's totally it's totally amazing. And I have to admit, I, I'm working on my number 28 layout for February. <laughs> and <Good> for you. <laughs> I'm so excited. I don't think we'll be joining you in May because I might have a little someone coming along. <laughs> just a little, just have your hands a little bit full. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, it is digital scrapbooking, which is good for with babies, but. <laughs> but still, <laughs> you have still. to know your limits. <laughs> yeah. And I, I just just want to encourage everyone to, um, you know, check out Layout a Day because I've, as I said, I've been doing it in February and it's just been so awesome to, I mean, again, it's just the, the camaraderie of everyone else doing their little project along with you and, and you get an absolute stack of layouts done, whether you do one every day or just get a few done. I mean, you've got more than when you started. <laughs> It's true. And I always say it's the nicest group of scrapbookers on the internet. So if you're looking for people to connect with and you feel like you're getting a little bit lost at some of the larger galleries, 
um, you know, sometimes there'll be 5,000 layouts uploaded in a single day and you feel like you're not really getting noticed and, and you'd like to connect with some people, it's a great way to connect with other scrapbookers. Absolutely. I mean, if anyone's a digital scrapbooker and you go to DigiShop Talk and you see the gallery there, it's just flying by with mm -hmm. thousands of people. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's true. You can make some good friends and I've certainly made a few contacts since I've been doing it this month. So, yeah. Great. Great. <laughs> so, that sounds like, you know, just one or two things that you've got going on and I know that it, um, over at your site, layoutoday.com, there's always inspirational and fun you know, posts coming there. You've got your weekly podcast and, you know, various bits and pieces. So it's definitely worth heading over there to check it out for sure. Great. Good. Yes, I would love to welcome everybody over there and uh, they can check out what's going on and see if it's a good fit for them. Mm. Well, i just like to let everyone know that if you would like to hear more from Lane and the fabulous teachers who are going to be at True Scrap, if, that, if you want to head over to digitalscrapbookinghq.com slash truescrap, that'll get you to all the information about TrueScrap and also information on how you can get a special little bonus if you sign up for TrueScrap using my link. I would totally love to see you there and I know Lane would as well. <laughs> Definitely. Always room for one more. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for your time, Lane. It's been so fun to actually get to speak to you and um, to share some time chatting about this amazing event that's coming up. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. Well, thank you. For the show notes for this episode of Scrapbooking Inspiration Podcast, head over to scrapbookingpodcast.com slash five. If you've enjoyed hearing from Lane today, I know that you'll love True Scrap 3. Lane's brought together the most awesome group of instructors. I know that there is a class that you'll love. I can't wait to see you there. Head over to digitalscrapbookinghq.com slash truescrap3 for more information. If you register by March 30, you'll save $20 off your registration. So head over to digitalscrapbookinghq.com slash truescrap3.